Alright, hello everyone, welcome back to another episode on the Onwards and Upwards podcast. Hope you're all having a good day. So I actually tried to film this episode, I actually tried to film an episode on Wednesday, I think it was, Wednesday or Tuesday, but it was actually, it, it was quite a failure to be honest, it didn't really work. Uh, I was originally speaking about a topic about the issue with fake nutties in the uh, in the fitness scene and you know what I filmed about 10 minutes of it and I didn't really it didn't really work I was kind of you know repeating myself a lot and there wasn't much to talk about I thought it would you know I thought I'd end up talking about it for quite a while but it didn't really work so we're back we're just going to take two um it's a couple of days later now I was trying to think of you know stuff I could make a podcast on that would actually work and I decided to make today's episode about common myths, all right, common fitness myths, and whether they're true, well, you know, they'll, they'll pretty much all be false, because myths are things that are false, right, so I'm going to be, you know, busting some myths, and hopefully, you know, you, you learn something from this uh, podcast, so uh, we're just going to get straight into it, but uh, before I start, I just want to thank everyone for support, you know, I realise I've kind of got a few more listeners than I did in the first episode. Uh, if you're listening, then thank you. Thank you for the support. Make sure to follow if you're not. And yeah, let's get straight into it. So I'm actually getting a few of these myths off Google, but a lot of these are commonly believed myths. Um, so, you know, I've literally just searched for some common fitness myths because, to be honest, I've kind of struggled to find an idea I'm making a podcast on. So this might not be the best podcast, but I hope you learned something anyway from it. So Myth number one is you should stretch before you work out. Now, I kind of, you know, I think you should warm up. You should definitely warm up before you work out. However, I do agree that stretches, you know, they may not always be the most useful thing. I think rather than a static stretch, I think a dynamic stretch may be better. Uh, So a static stretch is basically a stretch where you like hold a position, where you hold still in a position. And a dynamic stretch is when you're kind of moving around. I think a dynamic stretch is much better because it actually gets the muscles moving. You know, one of the things I like to warm up by doing... Sorry, my phone keeps going off. Uh, One of the things I like to warm up by doing is basically just do the movement with really light weight. Uh, So, for example, on a push day, before I start bench press, uh, I'll just do a set or two of bench press with just the bar. You know, it kind of just gets your body used to the movement with no weight, well, very little weight. Another thing I like to do on push days is uh, do a couple of rotator cuff movements because, you know, your rotator cuff is a muscle inside your shoulder and it doesn't really serve any, like, aesthetic purpose, but it's also good to warm it up because if you don't, then, you know, you're a greater chance of injury. So I think uh, it is good to warm up. Like I said, I do bench press warm up. Uh, I do rotator cuff warm up. On pole days, I'll usually do a couple, maybe just one or two warm-up sets of deadlift with like really lightweight. It kind of warms up your back and everything like that. So yeah, I think myth number one, you should stretch before you work out. You def that is kind of true. Wait, no, it's true that you shouldn't stretch before you work out, sorry. Um, you definitely don't need a stretch. Uh, if you are, do dynamic stretches. But you can you, you know you can just warm up perfectly well with just basic movements um yeah do your compounds but with really light weight basically so that's uh myth number one all right a second common fitness myth uh that i've you know 
I've just kind of looked at, and it, you know, it's been something that people have believed for a while, actually, is that a lot of girls say, I know a lot, this is mainly for girls, this is, a lot of girls go to the gym and they think that training upper body, they avoid training upper body, because let's be honest, most girls at the gym uh, prefer training lower body, and it's like most men at the gym prefer training upper body, right, so a lot of girls kind of avoid training upper body because they think it'll make them bulky now this myth isn't this myth is is a myth right it's not true um you know first of all girls have a completely different hormone profile to men uh, i think on average men have about 17 times more testosterone than a woman of the same age and it just doesn't it just doesn't work like that you know training upper body for women it's it's going to be nothing but beneficial. It's going to help, um, you know, it's going to balance all your muscles out. You know, you're not going to have any of these imbalances. You know, it's just going to just going to be healthier for you. It's just going to increase your upper body strength. And it will make you look more, like, it will make you look better. Your muscles obviously will grow, but you're not going to look bulky as if, like, a man would. Um, because women have a completely different hormone profile to men. One of the main, you know, keys of building muscle is to have you know a good amount of testosterone and women just don't have that much testosterone so they're not going to need to worry about you know being too big or too too bulky it's just gonna it's just gonna be nothing but beneficial all right so that myth is busted all right next myth uh we're going through these quite fast actually is you can turn fat into muscle you know this one is not true at all. Um, I see a lot of people who think you can turn fat into muscle. Uh, they are two completely separate things. Fat is, it's hard to explain, but it's kind of just like stored in your body. Uh, you know, your muscles actually work. Your muscles actually like contract and stuff like that. It's that they're completely separate things. Um, what you can do is lose fat and build muscle, obviously. Uh, if you just want to lose fat, just simply being a calorie deficit, um, you can do this by eating less than you burn, if that makes sense. So say if your maintenance calories is 2,500 a day, you've got to burn more than 2,500. And then you can build muscle by strength, resistance, training, whatever, eating enough protein, stuff like that. But yeah, you cannot turn fat into muscle. They're two completely separate things. But the best thing to do is just simply lose fat and build muscle at the same time. And this kind of leads on to another myth that can kind of be like, this is kind of like a two-in-one myth. Um, another myth is that you have to be in a calorie surplus to gain muscle. If you're unaware, calorie surplus is basically the opposite of a calorie deficit, which is what I've just mentioned. But you don't have to be in a calorie surplus to build muscle, all right? I actually watched a Coach Greg video on this. I think I've mentioned Coach Greg before. Uh, the, you need four things to build muscle, four things, water, protein, energy, and stimulus, and you don't have to be in a calorie surplus to have any of those four things, you can do all those things in a calorie deficit, so yeah, you can build fat, wait no, sorry, you can build muscle and lose fat at the same time, so yeah, but you can't turn fat into muscle, that's a myth. Alright, um, really blasting through these, jeez. But myth number four or five? No, technically four, but the last one was a two-in-one myth. We'll, we'll just say myth number four um, is you can target fat burn. 
so um i see so many tiktoks on this five minute ab workout that burns fat listen if you want to burn fat and lose fat just being a calorie deficit that's all that's going to work so an ab workout it is going to help you get abs but it's not going to help you lose fat all right you could be at 30 percent body fat and do ab workouts and you wouldn't lose any stomach fat what you might do is if you're doing them consistently enough you will build abs because your abs are a muscle all right you can build a six-pack obviously but if you've got a lot of fat covering your abs you're not going to see them unless you lose the fat by being in a deficit that's just how it works and this doesn't this doesn't just apply to your abs it can be any body part all right because obviously fat is stored all over the body i think where fat is stored can be kind of dependent on person to person because you know different genetics means different people can store fat in different places some people might store more fat on their stomach where others might store it on their face others might store it on their legs more you know it's stuff like that but you can't spot reduce fat you can't burn fat in a certain place if you're in a calorie deficit then the fat will just be burned from everywhere on your body there's no such thing as a five minute ab workout fat burner as well another thing that kind of comes into this is i've seen those um you've probably seen these it's like them ab stimulator machines they also don't work like i've just said to get abs uh being a calorie deficit mainly and ab workouts do help uh, i will say you know when i started training abs uh I actually didn't really pay attention to my diet whatsoever you know I was kind of naive at the time didn't really know much about training but I'd done ab workouts and I did get like more of a six-pack from those ab workouts but it was because I didn't have like any stomach fat whatsoever and um, you know I was I've always been very lean from like being young I've always been very lean so you know if you're already very lean then yeah ab workouts are going to help but if you're not if you've got a bit of fat on your stomach then ab workouts aren't really going to do much unless you lose the fat so yeah that's the next myth busted oh another one i've actually just found uh, online is muscle soreness is essential for muscle growth now as you know um i'm sure if you started training this mainly happens when you start training um, it doesn't really happen too much when you're like experienced and when you really used to go into the gym but mainly when you start you get a lot of muscle soreness uh, it's called DOMS which stands for delayed onset muscle soreness and basically it's the feeling of like when your muscles are really sore the next day and um, this happens when you know you're not really used to training so when you just first start or maybe when you haven't trained in a while uh, currently as I'm recording this podcast the gym's open and I think I think nine or ten days so i guarantee the first gym session back i'll be really sore after it because i haven't i've been training during lockdown but not to the extent i would at the gym so i'm probably gonna you know be doing a lot of new well not new but exercises that i haven't done in a while once i get back to the gym uh, but yeah anyways back to the myth so you don't need to be sore to make gains because naturally soreness kind of goes away uh, as you progress with training uh, you're not going to be sore like all the time once you've been training for a while your body kind of gets used to it uh, soreness mainly happens like i said when you haven't trained before or when you haven't trained in a while uh, but yeah a lot of people think that to make gains you have to be sore the next day 
uh, to be honest, that would be really demanding on the body if you had to be sore like all the time to make gains. But uh, yeah, anyways, you don't have to be sore. You know, you can still make it. Although it is an indication that you've made progress, it's not essential making progress if you know what I mean. So yeah. All right, so I just had a little cut there. Um, I just got really thirsty, so I went downstairs, made a cup of tea. So. Uh, yeah, I was quite thirsty, so I just went and made a copper because you know you can't beat a copper. Um, so we're gonna go straight into the next myth. Um, probably gonna do about eight of these. I think this is like number seven. So this is a we'll do like two more. So this one is oh I hear this one so much. Um, carbs make you fat. No, all right, carbs don't make you fat. You can be on a diet and still eat carbs and still lose weight. As previously mentioned, it's all about the calorie deficit. Everything is about the calorie deficit. And if you, you could eat nothing but carbs, don't recommend doing that, obviously. But in theory, you could eat nothing but carbs. But if you were in a deficit, you'd still lose weight. All right. So don't cut out carbs. Don't even try and eat less carbs. You know, just stick to stick to what you're comfortable with. Um, and another thing is still eat sugary snacks and still eat like your favorite foods you know um let's be honest everyone well most people would probably rather eat a domino's pizza than a salad but obviously the salad has less calories um but that doesn't mean you should cut out the domino's pizza like altogether. you, you don't want to cut out your favorite foods because that's going to make your diet a lot less sustainable and um, to make it more sustainable and to make it easier you know you still have your your cheat meals every now and again i don't recommend having a big cheat day uh, because you know if you have one big cheat day chances are you're gonna go way over your calories uh, if you're trying to lose fat so i recommend having like instead of having one big cheat day with like three cheat meals or four cheat meals or whatever all in a day have like spread your cheat meals out through the week uh, but yeah all right don't cut out carbs don't cut out sugars or anything you know you can still eat your favorite food groups food like macros and stuff like that as long as you know you're not going over your calories and still lose weight all right that was myth number seven i believe so sorry just drinking some tea so we're going to move on to the last myth now uh, i think i'm going to do one more to be fair it's quite hard to find a lot of myths there's actually quite a lot online but I'm trying to like focus on the really like relevant ones, the ones that a lot of people actually believe, um, so I can like make the most impact, um, to you know teach the most people. So one th one uh, myth I kept seeing quite a lot uh, on most websites and stuff like that was no pain, no gain. Uh, so basically saying that you know if you don't feel a lot of pain, then you can't really make any progress. Um, although it is true that. Like, this kind of relates to the muscle soreness one, but you don't need to have a really intense workout to make progress. Um, you know, especially if you're, like, quite tired. Um, you know, a lot of the times, I've spoke about this in my first podcast, a lot of the times you go into the gym and, you know, you can't really be too bothered. If, if you're really struggling that day, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, put every bit of your energy into the gym. You know, you can just have a lighter day. Uh, this kind of ties in with like I want to talk about rest days and stuff. Rest days are so important. Uh, I'm currently on a five day split. Uh, when I'm when I'm actually in the gym, I'm on a five day split. But at the moment, at home, you know, 
70 out of boredom I'm on a six day split but when I'm usually at the gym I'm on five days and the reason for that is because I love to have that extra rest day uh, you know having rest days it's, it doesn't mean you're lazy it's just simply giving your muscles time to recover because your muscles don't actually grow during the workout basically when you're doing the workout you're actually tearing down the muscle breaking the muscle fibers and during rest time your body uses proteins to rebuild the muscle to be bigger and stronger so your body needs that rest time and i think it's good to have you know at least one or two rest days a week you know i have two at the minute but you probably get away with one but i think two is a good amount of rest days a week that's why i have a five day split to get that one extra rest day especially since you know i've been training for a few months but it's not like i've been training for years i think if you're training for like years and years then your body's adapted to it uh but yeah two rest days a week is good and no you don't need to feel a lot of pain uh you don't need to work yourself like to absolute failure to build muscle either that's a myth all right um that basically does it for the main portion of this podcast i hope you've all enjoyed um happy easter to everyone celebrating it's currently good friday here in the uk so yeah i hope everyone has a good easter weekend depending on you know when you're watching this uh or listening to it sorry but yeah hope everyone's having a good time i'm definitely enjoying uh recording these podcasts a lot more i'm starting to get more comfortable making them i still haven't got a new mic yet uh surprise but i'm definitely going to invest in one soon uh, so yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast uh, and you're not already, make sure to follow. Uh, let me know on Instagram. Um, I, I think my Instagram's mentioned a lot uh, in the show notes, but you know my Instagram is Daniel Dory with two Y's, and my TikTok is the same. So you know if you want to message us, please feel free. And um, I'll get back to you. Uh, I've only got like 500 followers or something, so you know it's not like I'm not going to reply to you. So yeah, um, hope you've enjoyed, hope you have a good week, weekend, whatever, and I'll see you in the next podcast. See you later.